Hey, it's Karen Hunter from the Karen Hunter Show on Sirius XM Urban View. Here's a highlight from today's show. Let me welcome my first guest. I'm kicking off the show right. You know, there's like a three million word gap in our community. And um, I am here to close the gap. And uh, when I saw this woman is the CEO of Dictionary.com, I was like, she got to come on the show. We got to do this. We have to have this conversation with her. Let me welcome the CEO of Dictionary.com, the one and only Dara Sanderson. Hello. Hello. Hi. How are you? I am. I'm awesome. So you need to know before you became the CEO, <laughs> when when I started this radio show, we had callers that we call them uh, three o'clock callers because I had a two hour radio show that expanded to three hours. Right. Okay. And the people, the person that was on from three to four uh, had different kind of callers. You understand? So we, we had okay. this joke and they would. So because the host before I took over the three o'clock spot would have people call up and it would go something like this. It was like, hello. And they would call up and then they would just let the person talk for like five minutes. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Cause they were basically doing other things. Cause I actually been in the studio with that person. If you know, you know, if you don't, that's too bad. So when I got on, this is a participatory, you know, like you got to actually listen, you got to come bring something to the table, have a conversation that adds to it. And so we would have people call up expecting what they were getting before at three o'clock. So then okay. we started doing, so Smith would, uh, you know, he and I coordinated and someone would call up and start that nonsense and Smith would do what? Smith, what would you Loquacious. do? And what else would you do? Long-winded. Yes. And what else? Garrulous. Yeah. So we started using dictionary.com to troll. Uh, yeah, it was trolling. Troll callers who would just talk, right? Verbose. <laughs> that too, right? <laughs> so... But in you know, but in a way, we were also teaching vocabulary words, which made it really yes. great. So before we get into our shenanigans, tell me, Dara Sanderson, first of all, because you have to be a literate person to be CEO of Dictionary.com. You got to <laughs> love words. I'm imagining you have to love words. How does one become CEO of Dictionary.com? That's that's a a question with a very winding answer. Um, but yes, I do have a love of words. I always have. I will say that love of language has definitely helped propel me in my career. It's not necessarily what got me to be the CEO of Dictionary.com. More, you know, life work experience got me there. But, you know, I started my career as an engineer. Um, I used to actually build stuff, websites and apps and be useful. Um, You know, now maybe less so, I don't know. But uh, that's how I started out. And I will say, though, that's not what I went to school for. Uh, I actually went to school and studied theater uh, in college. If you had asked me back then, I never in a million years would have said, oh, yeah, I'm going to be the CEO of a tech company. No. But, you know, in a lot of ways, um, what I learned in the theater, uh, how to communicate effectively, um, how to speak, how to how to show up in a room, lent itself very well to not getting to necessarily CEO, but just throughout my career. Um, because as technically skilled as I was, and I felt I was very technically skilled, um, that's not really what propelled me ahead. It was my ability to communicate, um, to explain things to both technical and non-technical audiences um, that got me to a place where, okay, you know, this is a person who can sit in an executive seat, um, and while she will understand the technical side of things, which has been very useful also in my career, it's the communication, really, that gets you where you're going. 
So I don't, I don't, I never thought of dictionary.com as a tech company until you just said it. So I was like, of course it is. Okay. That makes perfect sense. And also like I, I, I imagine, cause I think a lot of people don't know what CEOs do. So, you know, when you think of CEO, you think of a person that's in charge of everything, but there's a specific, <laughs> a specific thing. So you didn't have to be literate. Maybe your predecessor, the person that came before you maybe was not very literate. Um, and so I, you, you don't listen. I, I worked at the daily news. The last editor that was there before I quit didn't mm-hmm. read books like at all. That was a, like a known oh. thing, right? We were like, how in the okay. hell are you the editor in chief? You don't read, like, we don't even know that you can read. We don't even know that you can read. You know, that was a, you know, a thing that we talked about behind the scenes. So, um, you know, there are oftentimes people who are sitting in these seats that can do none of the things. You know, it's, I would say the job of, of a CEO, you're running a company requires a very broad skill set. There, You don't need to be an expert in any one thing, but you do need to be very good at finding leaders and finding people to do the things that you don't know how to do. It's like jack of all trades, but, you know, master of everything <laughs> no no i mean right? i feel like that that should be the mantra of african people because yeah. they, they've they've taught us to be jack of all trades master of none but we really have multiple skills in all areas like you being an engineer we're talking with dara sanderson ceo of dictionary.com so i grew up with the encyclopedia britannica and oh, world, world book yes world book encyclopedia <laughs> i actually sold dictionaries door to door at some funkin wagner oh when i got out of college it was my first you know real job selling dictionaries uh in businesses so I, you know, I have a, a nostalgia around books. I, you know, reading Malcolm X's autobiography is how he really, you know, got in, engaged with the word is reading the dictionary. Mm-hmm. But now we're in this tech era, this digital era. Yeah. And you guys, the reason why I really reached out, because y'all are real snarky out there and on <laughs> social media. Who's, whose idea was it to, to, to <laughs> let dictionary.com troll people? Y'all be trolling people. I don't look at it that way. We do try to remain relevant. Um, do you know what's going on in the world? Because language is a growing thing, right? It changes, it grows. Words, the way they're used, the meaning changes all the time. And so for us to be a living dictionary, it can't just be, you know, well, this word means this, it always means this. No, you know, the way people use the language changes and the dictionary has to grow and change with that as well. So yes, you see us on social. We like to be fun. We like to, you know, have a good time. The intention is not to troll, but it is to be a part of the conversation. And it's like, hey, you know, the dictionary is for everybody. And it needs to be accessible. And we do want to come across accessible and something that people should enjoy. Language should be enjoyed. Learning should be enjoyed. And so we do try to come with that voice. Okay. Um, bone to pick with you when, uh, and I remember this like it was yesterday. Y'all put conversate in the dictionary. <laughs> and um, at, at that point, I, I, I threw my hands up and said, it doesn't matter anymore. I, all of this you know, time I spend correcting people's grammar and every, none of it matters because now you can conversate and it's actually in addition. Who's the scissors? Who did this? Okay. So I have to say we get write-ins all the time. People are upset, like upset that we put words like that's not a word. But the, as I was just saying, if people are using something a certain way, it's a word. Whether I, and I may not feel that way. I may, and I'm, I'm the same with you, right? I'm from a certain generation where it's like, that's not proper English, that's not correct. But over time, as people are using a word, it's a word. <laughs> and it means what people, 
you know, as, as they're using it. That's where it follows. We are describing language as it's being used. So we don't decide, actually. We look at the trends and we look at how people are using language and we document and we define, but we don't decide necessarily that who gets to use a word or how we get, how they get to use it. So do y'all have a committee? So when do you, when do you decide yeah. to put the problematic words like conversate um, into like, you know, recent, recent words that we didn't know, like, mm-hmm. uh, email i remember when that came in i remember you know mm-hmm. it's like there are words that come you know through all the time. every every year uh based on our cultural uh yeah. experience and if we're honest english is a car crash anyway of a language <laughs> uh i'm sure the british uh who are doing something this weekend that nobody should care about but you know i'm sure they look at american english like this is absolute trash <laughs> Well, I will say this. You ask the question, who decides, right? Who's So do I have a committee? I have a team of skilled lexicographers, which is a word I never thought I would use so much until I took this job. Now I say lexicography all the time. These are the people who actually write the dictionary. They are constantly looking at language, how it's being used. They know the history. They can tell you the etymology of any word. I have a, a guy on my team, my head of editorial lexicography. You say one thing to him and he will go off on a 20 minute tangent about the history of a word and how it got there and what it means and what it used to mean. So there's a team of people who this is what they do. This is their entire life. They love language and they look at the trends and they, you know, document um, what is being spoken, how language is being used. So yes, we do have, you know, it's not a committee. It's actual experts in language who who write these things. Was he responsible for town bout? (laughs) Y'all town bout. That's in dictionary. Town bout, T-A-L-M. B-O-U-T is in the dictionary. What you talking about? What you talking about, Dara? What is happening? So, you know, there's an entire, this is a whole conversation that could happen about, you know, what is um, what we would call slang necessarily, right? Um, because yes, they they put it in there. And when they come to me with, and again, I don't pick the words. They come to me and they say, listen, this is what's being used. This is how it's being used. And I look at them and sometimes I'm like you, because I yes, I saw that and I questioned it, you know, and they come to me with facts. They're like, well, if you look at how much it's being used, where, who's saying it? And I'm just like, I have to take a breath and be like, you know what? I don't get to decide what's a word, the people, the way they're using language. So yeah, you can pick, go ahead and pick the bones. I pick, I pick bones too. I ask questions too. Um, but that is, I had to really get comfortable with the fact that the way that I would like to see language used and the way that I teach my daughter, you don't say this, you don't say that, you know, I don't get to control everything. So, so now we parents, uh, folk that are raising children, you no longer, um, can tell your child what is right and wrong because next week, the very well, thing that they're saying, or so how long does it take? What is it or a, a year long study? How long before a word oh, makes it? It's ongoing. It's ongoing, okay. right? Some, yeah, it's so there, there, we do, I think quarterly new word releases, right? So it, we're always, always updating the dictionary. So they are constantly watching. So I'm not going to say, Oh, it takes five years, right? No, like it, it looks and like, for instance, our word of the year last year was woman. Right. That was a year long study of, okay, how are we using women? And that's a great example of how the definition of a word 
can change over time, right? People can question it, but we, you know, we are just documenting. So when we chose that word, it, it was amazing to us. I was so excited that woman was the word of the year. Again, I have a team, they come to me and they're like, oh, this is the choice for the word of the year. And I was like, really? I was so excited. Um, but they then told me like with all of the things that were happening in the world and culture in this country around women, women's rights. Um, I think it was a question during the, you know, Katanji Jackson's confirmation. It was like define woman. And people were the spiking of like a thousand percent people looking up the word woman. Just amazing how language still has such an impact and how people still come to the dictionary to help define not just things, but themselves. So, you know, that's that's the power of language. It's exciting. We're talking with Dara Sanderson and you can follow her at Dara Sanderson and at Dictionary.com on the Twitter, CEO of Dictionary.com. Now, I will say um, I see somebody in, in the chat in Nubia talk about Scrabble. Scrabble Dictionary and Dictionary Dictionary, completely different. So you need a, an actual Scrabble dictionary. If you come to Scrabble with some town bout, you're going to lose because this <laughs> town bout is will. not in the Scrabble dictionary because I play Scrabble a lot. There's no town bout in the Scrabble dictionary. So there's that. As the CEO, um, Dara, coming in, what is what's the mission? How do you want us to interact and engage with dictionary.com? And as I mentioned to you, there's a 3 million word gap. Like I like, you know, the word of the day, um, I was thinking about instituting it. So I'm, I'm going to play the word of the day today. Today's okay. word of the uh, word of the day. Smith, play it. Orrery. Say, play it again. Orrery. Orrery. All right. Now, do you have to know what that means, Dara? Do you know? Well, yeah, well, yes, of course I know because it's our word of the day. Okay. Um, but that being oh, wait, wait, hold being on, hold said, on. Do you get up and actually look at the word of the day and make sure that you know it just in case somebody, you go, you're on the Karen audition, well, you got to get. I have the dictionary.com app on my devices. And so it sends me the word of the day every day. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't even have to look. It lets me know what it is. Um, but like the team goes through and they have a list, right. And they go through and they have a whole way that they pick the word and they put it up. And um, we also do every Friday for a long time, we were doing science word of the week. Um, and so that was a, an attempt to um, really reach younger audience members, um, children with science words. We're partnering with Museum of Science on that. But, you know, so yes, every day I know what the word of the day is because it gets said to me. <laughs> um, but, and of course, anyone can do that as well. So Orrery, by the way, is an apparatus for representing the positions, motions, and phases, phases. of the planets, mm-hmm. satellites is it in, the, in the solar system. Any, as a second definition, any of certain um, similar machines as a planetarium. So it is, you know, if you go to the it's Hayden, planet, yes, it's an orrery, the, the alignment of the planets and how it's represented. Uh, I don't know why I need this word. I don't know if I'm ever going to use this word in a sentence for any reason whatsoever, but it's nice <laughs> to know. It's nice to know. Orrery. It's funny. I, I meet people and they're like, Hey, I know the word of the day and they try to use it in a sentence. And I'm like, Oh, <laughs> so you, you get that a lot. People like, cause they yeah. know what you do. Yeah, they're like, oh, oh, a dictionary. I, I looked up the word of the day, and here it is, and they try to use it. And it was like, oh. But, you know, my team, they do have a sense of humor sometimes with word of the day. But I remember, I'll never forget, when I started, my very first day, I'm taking the job, I'm coming in, and the word of the day was stewardship. And it was the team sending me a message 
you know, to see like, mm. okay, you're, you, and I said, okay, you know, and, and I appreciated that. And I made sure I called it. I was like, I see you. I see that you're trying to send me that. And that's the power of words. Again, they were saying what they wanted from me, what they hoped for from me. Great word of the day, but also a little note, note to new CEO. You are the new steward. Okay. All right. So you're in charge. What, what is, what is it that Adara Sanderson leadership at dictionary.com will, um, what what will be the outcomes? What what is it that you want yeah. to establish for this company as it moves into the next phase? Absolutely. So Dictionary.com has been around for over 20 years. Um, you know, it's it started in the 90s. And coming into it, um, what I really wanted to do, and I think most leaders should think about doing this, was set a clear mission and vision for what it is that we wanted to accomplish, right? So our mission is to be the premier destination to learn, discover, and have fun with the limitless world of words and meanings. We help you make sense of the ever-evolving English language so you can put your ideas into words and your words into action. So one of the first things that I did when I came up was sit down with my leadership team, come up with our mission and vision, right? So that that is what sets um, how you set up your strategy going forward. You need to have that set first. Then, you know, I come in and really getting a strong leadership team in place is also very important because if you're going to accomplish anything, I'm not doing it by myself. I need to have strong leaders to come in and help guide the organization according to what we've set as our mission and vision. You know, it's not just something that you put up and it's fun to have. No, when we're deciding what we're going to do, we look, does this fit into the mission that we've set for ourselves? And we do that. As far as the business goes, yes, we need to evolve, right? We need to be more than we have been. Um, So we are really leaning heavily into ed tech, right? We are looking at, okay, what are we going to be building out to help children learn? Um, So that is something that we're focused on. The fun part of it, people don't realize this, but games um, has been a huge popular area of our site for a long time. Um, And lean, yeah, people come to do the daily crossword there. Like it's, it's real. So word games and you've seen, you know, other companies. There is a word game that I play every day. Yes, uh, I know. I, I, I wish I wish you had uh, I've done it because I'd rather give my time and energy to dictionary.com than the folk over at that problematic news outlet. But yes. So, you know, games is another area that we're leaning into heavily. We will continue to be a resource always um, for language, but I'm excited. Like I came in, it's a brand that's been around a long time, but I really felt like it wasn't where it should be. Right for dictionary.com, which has existed for this long and is such a resource used by millions and millions of people every day. I really wanted to just take this brand to the next level and really set us up for success in the future and educate. Right. So this is what's some of the stuff that you're going to see as we go forward. But okay, that's what good. I do. Good. Cause I'm leaning into a lot of homeschooling and talking to it. Cause there's so many educators hey. who listen to the show. Um, mm-hmm. What we do on the weekends with Dr. Carr is really about jailbreaking uh, what, what we call higher education or education. What is higher education? We all should be constant learners. And so this is why I want to connect with the folk that, that can help people do it. Now you, I, I'm going to challenge you, uh, Miss Miss Sanderson, Finna Finna should not be F I N N A should not be in a dictionary. You know what? I'm going to take all of your complaints personally back to my team and have them write up the justifications for you. Yes, there there, there is. Tell them tell them it's ignorant. It's I G N A N T (laughs) to have Finna, irregardless. 
I want to vote to pick an irregardless and Tom Bow. I, I, I Tom feel Bow, like I, no, I, I feel you. But it, it is, and it's also, I think, you know, not to date myself, whatever, but somewhat generational, right? No, it's ignorant. It's ignorant. No, you're not going to put this on generations. We have to completely devolved as a society as a result of us saying, now we can, so if you're going to do this, so this is a challenge to you, Dara. Oh, you need to put out here. O-U-T-C-H-E-A. Oh, I don't even know this one. O-U-T-C-H-E-A. We out here. We out here trying to tell you that these ain't words. This is what we out here doing. It's Geechee Gullah. I'm going to give you the etymology. Geechee Gullah. You can okay. bring in my brother, son, son Michelle, who teaches Geechee Gullah language at Harvard. <laughs> out here okay. is, is, is germane to the African, and, and, and it means out here. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, just no, like, I know what it means, but yeah, yes. We out here saying this ain't this ain't no word finna she finna break his heart are you kidding me this is in the dictionary.com you know terrible. Here, here's what's interesting like i because you said something before about we can't control what our children so yes we can i'm still very much like i have my business and you know i understand now more the flexibility with language but when my daughter speaks to me she's 10 you know and she uses the word ain't which we just use i'm like oh no you can't use that. That's not a word. You know, she challenges me. She's well, I was going to say, but, you, you <laughs> can't really, you can't really challenge her when your own oh, business has it in the dictionary. It is in the dictionary documented as it's being used, but I still get to decide the way my child speaks. Okay. So, you know, at least now she's 10 when she's 10, 12 or 13, we'll see how much I get to decide. But for right now, you know, as a parent, I do still get to set, get to set the guidelines that I want my child to follow. Okay. I I'm mm, mm. okay. Moving forward. Um okay. where so what is the next uh tomorrow? Like so when we when we download the app and you I only use it on the computer. So you prefer yeah. for us to use it on the app so we can get the notifications every day and yeah, I mean you can you can find it however you need to find it. Okay. Every again generation Gen Z is gonna be on the phone, right? Okay. So it, it really depends. We we will meet you wherever you are. Okay. Uh, but as we evolve, yes, we're gonna you're gonna see a lot more development in the app space. Um, but we can't forget our desktop users. All right, because I, I guess that's generational. Your favorite word, Dara Sanderson, what is your favorite word to use? Oh, that I use or just yes. my favorite you're, word? You're a <laughs> Um, so I was just talking to somebody about this recently. I, so I love the word persevere, um, because it is so, it describes so much of what I feel I've had to do and what we all need to do, especially when things are rough, but for a fun word, I've always loved onomatopoeia. I don't know why. I I think the the way it sounds, it kind of rolls off the tongue and it sounds like what it means. So I've always loved onomatopoeia. Okay. I like ubiquitous. I just, I just like, I don't use it a lot, but I just like it because I want to be all of the things everywhere, all at once. Everything, everywhere, all at once. That's that movie wrapped up in one word. Uh, listen, yes. you are a joy. The dictionary.com has uh, saved us many a day uh, from a horrible caller. So I want to just thank you. And not that y'all are horrible, but Smiz, what are they? What are they sometimes? Come on. Smiz. Smiz. Awkward. No, sometimes they're awkward, but mostly they are something. Monder. Okay. Verbose. Voluble. 
Okay, voluble. voluble. Yes, That's they are that. One. Yes, yes. So we, you know, we we took time actually looking up every word that meant you talk too much, and uh, so we have a whole arsenal ready for folk. We haven't used it in a lot lot of time, but this is this is amazing. And when I saw your face, I was like, "Come on through dictionary dot com." You know, I appreciate you. I really do appreciate you taking the time. And this has been fun um, just talking about stuff. And yes, being challenged. That's fine, too. Um, I really enjoy it, though. Listen, I am so proud of you. And uh, we will be using dictionary.com so much more, uh, Dara Sanderson, because you were there. So I'm actually going to put it on my phone so I can get a word of the day. Thanks for being here. I appreciate you. Hey, this is Karen Hunter. You can listen to The Karen Hunter Show live every Monday through Friday at 3 p.m. East on Sirius XM Urban View Channel 126 or anytime on the Sirius XM app.